This is the Pro Audio Suite Podcast. Quick Bites. And welcome to another Pro Audio Suite Quick Bite. This week, without Robbo, uh, we're talking about headphones, mainly because George just went out and bought some. What have you got? Oh, yeah. Well, we love stuff from Australia, don't we? <laughs> yes, uh, we do. <laughs> well, Including my wife. Exactly. There you go. Yeah. Um, Instagram. It all starts with Instagram. Instagram advertising is incredibly effective. It's very well targeted and it's relentless. So for the last year or maybe almost a year, I've been seeing ads for the Nura phone, these headphones from a company called Nura based in Melbourne, Australia. You know, it's one of those things where it's too expensive for me to be an impulse buy and I just kind of ignored it for a long time. It started as a Kickstarter. Now it's a real product. But here I go wandering into the mall with my girlfriend on Black Friday, mind you. And mm-hmm. I decide to wander the mall. And these guys had a kiosk, like an enclosed kiosk you could walk into and try out their headphones. And I walked out with them, partly because they had a, a subscription buying plan to buy these headphones. Which I'm a weak, weak man. Um <laughs> uh, but anyway, I have them in my hands. They're literally in the box sealed. I haven't opened them yet. I'm going to do a real proper review of them. But in a nutshell, what makes them unique is they play test tones using their app. The test tones are picked up by microphones inside the headphone, and it measures your hearing response and does a customized curve for your hearing. And then it loads that curve into the headphones built in DSP. And now you can use the headphones free without um, their app. You can plug them in. They have four cables, USB, USB-C, Lightning, and Analog. And that was the big selling point. When he told me he had Analog cable, I was like, ah, I can actually use these for pro purposes. So the question is, will these become the headphone to rule them all? Because theoretically, they're supposed to be completely tuned to my hearing. Will they take over for all the other ones that I love? You know, that's the question that remains yeah. to be seen. I saw these pop up um, about a year or so ago. In fact, I contacted them to try and get someone to come on to our podcast, but uh, I didn't get a response, which is a bit sad. Yeah. But it looked really interesting because the... Maybe the they didn't goes, hear you. They had the headphones <laughs> exactly. on. Yeah. They have good noise cancellation, so they couldn't hear you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they do actually have active noise cancellation too. Oh, wow. Yeah. But they have that system where they have a the normal sort of cup around your ears, but they also have the bits that go in your ears. Yes. And from what I remember is they fire a frequency into your ear canal, yep. and then that dictates how the sound is going to work inside your ear. Yeah, it, it reflects high-frequency sound off your uh, your eardrum. Yep. And supposedly they can map the way the eardrum is, your eardrum is going to hear uh, audio. There's definitely a lot of skepticism out there among the community, you know, like how true is this? How accurate is it? You know, is the science actually sound behind it? You know, because it's so revolutionary. And the EQ curve is not represented as a beautiful, you know, RTA looking thing that you can analyze. It's just sort of a amorphous color blob <laughs> that represents yeah. what they're doing. So it's a little uh, hard to say what's really going on here. But... um there's no doubt they sounded amazing. I just don't know if I can have these things poking into my ears for like more it. than a half an hour to an hour. I mean, branching onto headphones, I I recently got a 
pair of molded um, sleeves for my Shure uh, 215s. And um, that's a two driver in ear. No, it's monitor? a one driver. One driver. One driver. Okay. And I'm actually a fan of that because I think less electronics is better. It's like why yeah. have a crossover? And that's right. just more more crap that your audio is going through. Yeah. Um, and I was even talking to the um, the ear doctor who measured my hearing and then took the ear molds. And we were talking about all of this. And funny enough, when you go, the low end is a single driver. They have a couple of mid drive mid range ones that are two driver. And you get right. to the really really high end one, and it's back to one driver. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, but what I can say is, number one, and Andrew can attest to this, the isolation is absolutely insane. So yep. I took my microphone and stuck it on my ear. <laughs> wow. And there, there's no feedback. There's no echoing out of it. I mean, um, because it's so far in your ear, you can have the volume turned low, plus this with the custom molded ear, you know, the sleeve, there's just no error there's no way for the sound to get back out at all so the isolation is just i think the bar to <laughs> to beat right you know? um and then the other thing about it is just listening to music on them is just an insane pleasure the stereo image um part of it is just the fact that it cancels out and locks out all the sound flying in them boom no engine noise at all so you're nice. not blasting your movie in your ear, trying to listen above your engine noise when you sleep, and you have the cheap seats that are behind the wings. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm a big fan, um, I have to say. So you'd advocate for the passive in-ear way of isolating over the, over the ear active noise canceling. By far, headphones. unless you yeah. want everything to sound like an MP3. True. Yeah, there's a lot of processing involved when you're using active mm-hmm. canceling. Yeah. Wow. And, and and the act of canceling always leaves like something at the very low end or the very high end that it can't quite get out of there, you know? Mm-hmm. It's not a cheap setup. Um, so I was going to say, what it, because uh, like, and I'm holding these headphones, 400 US for them retail. So, so the, 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 the 215s are 100 bucks for the headphones themselves. Okay. Well, that's really inexpensive. But then the, and, and, that, and that's fine. You can, you know, like, like they just have the normal, like one size fits all sort of stuff right. it in your ear one and, yeah. Those are never comfortable, you know, and I think that's why people don't like them. Um, but then if you spend the, let me think what it was. I think the doctor visit was 250 bucks, and then another 150 It's basically like when you're all done, it's a good $500 setup. Okay. And also, very funny, actually, to get really detailed about it, they, they made my mold first, and I said I'm, like, not on stage. So I'm not a musician on stage. So they made it without the extra little, if you stick your finger in the actual ear hole, but just above it, there's like another flap and a little pocket. Oh, yep. yeah. Okay. So they made it without that one. And it felt like it just had this feeling like it was always kind of tipping out of my ear, putting pressure. So I went back and I said, they're not fitting right. They don't feel good. And part of the whole doctor visit and molding was like, hey, if you don't like them, we'll remold them for you. So they made me a new mold and they said, we'll do a full cup instead of this half cup. And so it has the extra little finger that pops into uh-huh. that next part. And I thought oh, yeah. that'd be uncomfortable. But it's not, and it just sort of locks that in right in. Um, yeah, I'm really happy. I had custom ear mold monitors like those years ago. I was at NAM, I think, or maybe AES, and there was some, you know, new company that was doing a crazy, like, unbelievable deal. I believe I paid 150 bucks for custom ear mold monitors. That's a deal. No kidding. Yeah. The downside was one of them stopped working, and the company went out of business. So mm. they sit in my drawer. But I did get to enjoy that custom ear mold experience for a while, and it's 
pretty amazing. It really is amazing how they seal out so well. If you if you go to the AES conventions, there's usually a company that's just like doing the injection for free, and then you send it in. Yeah. You just have to pay for the ear mold. So therefore, yeah, you don't have to too. pay for the doctor visit, which that's takes right. out like two thirds of the cost of the whole thing. Right. Um, so that, that would be a, a good way to do it if you have a chance to get ear molds made. Supposedly, your ear changes, your head changes. So every like you know ten years. But I had ear molds before that. The reason why I had to get these remolded wasn't because I felt like my old ones were not fitting. It's just because some jerk stole my backpack. Oh, <laughs> God. But, um, yeah, they fit real. And then, and then I went on eBay, and I got a pair of Bluetooth 5.0 cables for them so I can have uh-huh. my analog cable. And, and it's like a really, I forget what they call it, but it's like a unique sort of snap-on connector. Very professional. Does it convert your earbuds into Bluetooth earbuds, essentially? Yes. Mm-hmm. So you have a conversation with your phone, pairs up with your phone. This is, I didn't get the Shure um, Bluetooth because that was like more, I don't know, it was more money than just buying like a third-party Bluetooth 5.0. Yeah, I didn't know that existed. I know there's all sorts of Bluetooth adapters. Um, There's one that is custom made for the Audio-Technica MK, what is it, MH, M50X headphones? Yeah, Audio-Technica, Sennheiser, and Shure are the three companies that make these in-ear monitor-type headphones. And then they, I think yeah. they all use the same cable that snaps into the back. Right. So it, does it hang down like a necklace? Uh, I, I put it behind my, my neck. So it's just oh, like you a just cable. drape it behind, yeah. Yeah, and then the controller is off to one side, so it's sort of like right by one shoulder is the volume and the answer the call kind of thing. Oh, I found them. Okay, yeah, I see one. I'll tell you, man— Bluetooth gets a bad rap, but I have the APTX codec on the Sennheisers. Of and course. man, it sounds good. It's practically linear, the APTX. It sounds incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I have these Sennheiser MK, uh, sorry, and, HD. And, and the APT is very low latency. Yeah. I have the Sennheiser HD 4.5 BTNC headphones, which stands for Bluetooth Noise Canceling. And they're incredible. The APTX codec is really good. And those are my flying, carry around in my backpack all the time headphones. They also plug in, so they're versatile. Wow. But I love those things. I'm going to have to get some in-ear ones instead of wearing a head clamp. It might be more comfortable for you because that thing probably gets pretty, I don't know how, how active you are, but just heat and wearing these, you know, like I imagine you're with those sort of directing an airplane down the runway type headphones. Correct. And so yep. those those are, you know, heavy and... To be perfectly honest, we can still hear ourselves. Is that, <laughs> is that you or is that George? That, it's not me, I don't, I don't think. Hey. Well, maybe it's me. I, I, I can get a reflection. Myself. I mean, I have to like really listen I just it. heard. I just yeah. heard myself say, maybe it's me. So it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's me. <laughs> yes, it is you. Right. You, you, need really? to, you need to get the duct tape and wrap them that around like, 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 like the drummers. You know the drummers in the studio that like lose their headphones so they literally like wrap them around with duct tape after they're done putting the headphones on their head? <laughs> I've turned them down so hopefully uh, it's not happening. <laughs> it, it wasn't that bad. It was just like, it's just, it's just there like, know like there, minus yeah. like 60 or something. It's right. way down there. Exactly. Oh, the joys of getting older. <laughs> yeah, don't we love it? Well, cool. That's cool. I love I love hearing comparisons of these totally different ways of doing a similar thing. Um, you know, the, the 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 for me the test is going to be: Can I wear these things for a long period of time? Because it's not that they're in your ear so much; it's that they're pressed into your ear. There's yeah. like a these little fingers that are always putting pressure 
yeah, towards your head. That's what I'm concerned about. For me, I've I've taken now two flights with these. You know, each one like two three hours, and I've run the battery out on my head on my uh, Bluetooth adapter before I had to take them out. And I even leave them in because it's more comfortable in the plane, just not hearing like you know, yeah, the jets. So I just even when the batteries ran out, I just sort just of left them in, them in and yeah. um, two for one. I, they're ear protectors too. They are actually. Uh, although not officially, but they do pretty much act that way. And yeah, uh, yeah I mean, I, I think the difference is like other earphones like that that you know that try to get way down the ear canal, but they're not custom molded. Sure, they're on, they're they're not comfortable because they're just like yeah. putting pressure in weird places. Like the Edematics, they're really popular. They yeah, have the, the, the three flange. Yeah, silicone. see those. I don't like those. Yeah, they, yeah those those neither. are those are annoying. They feel they feel awkward. And and this yeah. this does it better because it gets farther in there. And I, I wouldn't say it's not there. Because, but more of what you feel is the silence. I mean, do you have to do any know, weird contortions to put them in? Like, there's like a technique where you reach over your head with one hand, you pull the, you know, your lobe no, up and but you slip no, them in there. No, but it is like a little twist. You get used to it. And mm-hmm. sometimes it's really funny. You're looking at it and you got to get your dimensions right because it's like this part is down, that part is up. <laughs> right. You know, you're like, but once you own them for a while, you get used to them and then you just like pop them in. But at first, they kind of corkscrew in. Um, gotcha. Real, real smooth. They don't like, chafe or anything like that the one thing uh-huh. i do notice and and this has to do with when you're making your ear mold so when they stuck all the junk in my ear and then they had me move my jaw around because it, it changes the shape of your ear as your jaw moves and one thing i do notice is that i must have had my jaw more closed when they took the ear mold because one side if i open my jaw i can get a good five ten decibels difference in outside noise uh, oh wow to my oh, that's interesting I mean, it's subtle, but it's not subtle in the sense that it just has to do with how my jaw was sitting when the mold sort of solidified. Right. And then, so then when you're, you know, if, if you're, if you're like me, like a mouth breather or something. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, so, so sort of try to be natural, I guess. Um, but it does make a little bit of difference that, but I mean, they're still isolating a lot, mouth open or mouth closed. And maybe even some of that is like noise coming in through my mouth. Mm-hmm. And getting into my auditory system that way, I don't know. Possibly, Could be. yeah. Could be, yeah. Cool. Interesting. Yeah, go mow your lawn with them on. Seriously, like, <laughs> like that is also like, have you ever, you know, it's like all these things that you do, or you're like, I want to listen to some music, and you're doing something loud, so now you're just like blasting your ears to oblivion. You don't have to anymore. Hey, this is a real issue. I mean, this. I mean, I'm not going to buy the Apple Watch because I don't need a 17th Apple device, and I'm not going to wear something that I'll break on my mountain bike like on the first ride but it does things like measures your hearing exposure and it'll warn you you know if you're in an environment where the levels are too high that your watch will actually warn you hey watch your hearing which is just brilliant so many people don't know to look out for their hearing Um, Mm -hmm. and, and the better your headphones seal against your ears the lower the volume you can run your playback you know and so yes going to protect your hearing for the long run. I, I take the train home, and I I wear these things on the train. Oh, yeah. Music or not. Well, Especially I even the a, Chicago train. A client of mine's like, I play piano, and I, I literally am concerned that the piano might be damaging my hearing. And I said, well, let's find out. And I just told him to go buy this $15 mic that plugs into your Android phone. And it's a flat, you know, measurement mic. And then installed a um, SPL meter app. And, you know, he said, well, I'm measuring about 87, 88 dB. 
And I'm like, well, according to just uh, NIOSH, okay. you're okay for four hours at that yeah. level. Mm. And he said, okay. I'll, I'll tell you what, I don't, I don't know if you have this problem in Australia or I don't know how LA is, but here, here we have people that play five-gallon buckets on the street. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I hate them. <laughs> yes, that's right. No, we don't. And um, the guys playing it are are at 115, or I don't know 115, but my my phone app was measuring from four feet away, like 98. Wow! So they're yeah. doing that, you know, hours and hours a day, busking, and yeah. going deaf in the process. I mean, it's proven. Like people who live in the city have worse hearing than people who live in the country. Like, what was that? <laughs> Even though country folk who fire too many firearms? Well, maybe not that. Uh, yes, not that. Who them. knows? But, but even a firearm is, is very short. A lot of hearing damage is by um, time. Sustained. Yeah. So unless Ooh. you have a machine gun. Which I have right now. Um, so I better go and <laughs> shoot a few Andrew things. Mad. And on that note, we should disappear again. Yeah. Back to work. This show was mixed by Voodoo Sound. Edit by Andrew Peters using Source Connect Now and Rode microphones with technical support from George the Tech Whittem. Don't forget to subscribe and like us. You look for